Hi guys, this is Lairo here. Hi guys, Mazen here, and welcome to the fifth episode of ReaderPod. And on this week's episode, uh, we need to talk about obviously what Google has announced uh, over the past week. Uh, yeah, because we saw you know Google I/O finally happened. Like after one year, we spent a whole night and we got the oh, big yes. news. They were they weren't kidding around when they said that you know there'll be an AI focused company now on. They, yeah, I mean it's clearly I mean it's like what Mossberg once said like. Technology is moving to the point where it's becoming invisible. It's not like the fancy phones and all. Yes, that stuff will come, but the biggest things are going to be invisible now. And I think Google I/O really resembled that. Yeah, I mean, uh, they had quite a few announcements to make. I mean, huge at, announcements. Yeah, I mean, look at Google Duplex for once. Yeah, I mean, Google Assistant getting like six new voices, but the star of the show was obviously Duplex. Yeah, but six voices. One of them being John Legend. Who's John Legend? Yo, plus man. <laughs> I'm sorry, okay, but look, let's be serious, okay. John Legend, okay, maybe he he's cool to you. I don't accept that, but let's be serious. Google Duplex was the coolest thing there was. I mean, for those yeah. of you who don't know, Google Duplex is a new feature coming to Google Assistant, which me which allows Assistant to actually make phone calls on your behalf. So it's like you can just ask Assistant to book a hair cutting appointment for you, and it'll actually call your salon. and actually book that appointment for you and it was scary how like how accurate it was it's like some people are saying like we finally have a robot that passed the turing test which yeah i mean they sort of did pass the turing test didn't they exactly i mean like i mean it, it doesn't sound like a robot at all yeah i mean like those demos that like google showed us were insane which really of course sparked a lot of ethical discussions i mean If you can have a AI like this, which can replicate the feeling, like you know, okay, there's another human on the other end of the phone, it it opens a Pandora's box. But apparently, Google's understood this, and they're like, okay, so from now on, when you use this feature to make a call, it's gonna say, hi, this is an AI, this is like Lahiru's assistant, Google assistant calling. I'd like to place a hair cutting appointment for Lahiru or something like that. Apparently, yeah. I want to get to that, but actually, I want to play a small demo which uh, they showed at uh, Google I/O. Yeah, you guys so, need to see, hear this to believe this. Yeah, I mean, once you hear this, you will know exactly what we are talking about. Hello, how can I help you? Hi, I'm calling to book a woman's haircut for a client. Um, I'm looking for something on May third. Sure, give me one second. Mm-hmm. Uh. That was crazy. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a robot at all. No. Nope. I mean, yeah, but one thing I did notice is uh, now when the when the Google Assistant was actually you know having a conversation on the other end, uh, they do this like small things like the um pauses and those you know small things that actually make it sound more believable that okay this is actually a human being talking. Yeah, that's that not thing. again that that's not terrifying at all. Yeah. Yeah, it's both exciting it's, and it's terrifying exciting at the same time. Amazing, I mean, but you know, one way I can see us using this is to call, like you know, just have assistant repeatedly call people that never pick up their phones. Cough, cough. Enosh, abos. <coughs> but you know, another cool thing I loved at Google I/O was the AR navigation that's coming to Google Maps. Oh yes. Yeah, so it's like so for those of you who don't know Google Maps, the navigation mode is getting an update. So when you're walking, you can use the camera and it'll actually show you in which direction you're supposed to go. 
and this is apparently they're using a lot of new tech they even made a new navigation system called vps visual positioning system for this and it's pretty cool actually i mean yeah uh, but that's not all i mean what about gmail oh yes gmail uh, compose yes so for those of you who don't know g gmail for a while already had smart replies yeah yes it did but now it's getting an that was an example of ai but now it's getting a bit of an upgrade which will allow you to compose entire emails through ai so it speeds up you know writing all those annoying emails at work yeah i mean it actually helps you know when you want to type something like your address or phone number you know those general information so it it helps when you know you have something that a lot of yeah it's like just just press enter and it's like already there that's handy Yeah, this can 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 have hand. But of course it's there. I'm still wondering like you know how accurate it will be, but looking forward to testing this out. Actually, I might switch back to Gmail for this. Yeah, both of us have been using uh, Inbox for quite a while. Yeah, like I'm hoping they bring this to Inbox also. Uh yeah, I'm I was always confused about that. You know, why they have Inbox and Gmail separate? Why can't they just No, have- so it's like it- Inbox was originally actually built as an experimental test bed. So like interesting thing about Inbox is that it was actually started off as an experiment to test features they actually want to bring to Gmail. But this is like mm-hmm. it was a whole radical design everything like from the you know taking everything off to you know the auto replies and everything. It's like you know back in the day when you knew had Facebook Like Facebook could always release these radical new designs, like timeline, everything, and everybody hated it. It was just too much to process. So it was like Google said, "You know what? Let's launch it as a separate product. See how people go with this, and then let's put it into Gmail." Right. Okay. I I didn't know that. Yeah. So now I think let's like you know the heavy stuff. I think I think people have gotten more accustomed to this stuff, like auto compose coming to Gmail. What about Google Lens? I mean, it now actually can copy paste stuff in the real world. Oh shit! Yes. And what about Google News? Google News, yeah. That, I mean, I think that's that, the best example of them using AI responsibly here. I mean, do you remember the feed feature coming in Google News? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Google News is getting a complete overhaul, and one of the coolest features they have, which is to fight against fake news and everything that's going around, yeah, is they're gonna create something called the feed, where for one story, you're gonna get everything that everyone's written about it. So it's like if it's Google I/O, like you would see not just what we wrote, not just the content we created, but what everybody else created as well. So you get like everybody's perspective here. Yeah, and alongside the whole Google News thing, uh, they announced new uh, podcast app as well, right? Didn't they? That was, I think, announced a few weeks back. It's inside Assistant actually. So it's like Assistant is like becoming this one-stop place that's really handy. I mean, you you know that you no longer have to say "Hey Google" to continue conversations. Yes. Right? Speaking on that, uh, do you notice how they how they're trying to make uh, kids more and more polite? I guess. Oh yeah, it's pretty please. See, yeah, that, that, I think that I thought that was a pretty yeah, cool thing they did. Yeah, like put all this together, it's like, you know what, Siri and Cortana and Alexa, where are you guys? Yeah, I think yeah, <laughs> let's not talk about Cortana. I mean, it's not like they're gonna put up more Windows phones anyway. And, and, and yeah, and I don't know how many people actually utilize Cortana on the PCs as well. I actually used to utilize Cortana a lot. 
on the PC, right? Yeah. Really? Okay. Wow. Yeah, it's like until of course for some reason my taskbar has stopped working and I just never bothered fixing it. <laughs> but interestingly, I mean, when you look at Android P now, it's like sure we've blown Google has blown Siri out of the water, but they've also copied some of the iPhone X's gestures into it. I think that's expected these days, right? I mean, you have one guy putting up something new when the others just following suit. Yeah. I mean, if it's good, of course, like why not? What? Yeah, who's but, playing? But, okay, so just a bit of context here for everybody listening in. Android P is apparently getting a makeover in terms of navigation. So rather than more buttons, you're going to see more gestures to actually navigate across Android P. So it's like there will be one home button, but it's like you won't see the back button or the other apps button that you're running in the background. Instead, it's just going to find a central home button. Where you can swipe up, you'll see the current apps you're running, and you can swipe between them. And then when you swipe up again, you're gonna see the app drawer. So yeah, this everyone's been saying, you know, this is pretty much the iPhone X's navigation gestures that are being copied here. iPhone 10. We call it the iPhone X, okay? I mean, I know it's tech. It's like GIF and GIF. Like how do you spell GIF and GIF? GIF versus GIF. Hmm. is really cool about Android P is the digital well-being there. Yes, I I really loved how they integrated the, the whole digital well-being thing with all their all their products without compromising any of their products. I mean, simplest example being keep watching YouTube for a, for for a long time and you get a small notification saying that it's time to take a break. Simple stuff, but. Yeah, and not just that. I mean, you take the dashboard. I think that's pretty handy. It gives you a real overview of you know how deeply your how addicted you are to your phone, along with you know the do not the knockout mode. Like, yeah. Right, the mode as in like where when you're going to sleep, your phone turns gray and like you know becomes less attractive to use it. Right. You're encouraged. You know, get some healthy sleep. Right. You think it will come come back to bite Google? I don't think so. I mean. For one thing, it's like it's showing it. For me, this looks like a concerned friend. It's like you know that I can count on. So it's like, sure, you might be spending less time with Google and its products, but it's. I think they'll be making that time more meaningful. Like it feels more meaningful, so you're more inclined to go back. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. But interestingly, this actually didn't start, you know, with Google I/O this week. Apparently, the roots of this digital well-being movement actually started back in 2013 when a Google engineer named Tristan Harris sent out a presentation, a slide deck rather, to everybody at Google. He was telling people, look, guys, our phones, our devices are sucking in a lot of time and we're sucking that with meaningless stuff. I mean, you're just scrolling through Facebook, you're not just watching one, I mean, sure. Let's just take YouTube. YouTube, yeah. he said, like you know, we auto recommend one video, but really there's now six, seven other videos, so you're just gonna keep watching all of those as well. So we're just sucking people's time. So we technology companies nowadays have a huge responsibility, and they're the only ones with the power to fix this as well, because tomorrow startups just can't do it. Yeah. Oh, 2013. That's five years. I mean. I don't know. I'm bad at math. <laughs> wow, 
what took them so long though i mean i'm guessing it was in the r&d stage at that yeah, point because i think it's like you know the design thing as well it's like it's not more r&d but i would say it's rather more on how they do it in terms of design as well while you mm-hmm. know it's like i said google of course doesn't want to you know re- like let's say you're reducing time you want to ensure that time is more meaningful right yeah so it's like let's just say you know just did it out of the blue but if you didn't make the time meaningful obviously google's popularity would take a hit yeah it's quite true um yeah so that was pretty much uh, what google had to announce um though what, what happened and like google io extended i mean you went to dialogue i went to mobitel so i don't know what happened at dialogue dialogue uh yeah so it was pretty interesting i mean for one fact they had the showcases for all the nbiot stuff um then they had uh, did they have slot cars i heard that slot cars. oh yeah they did have that as well yes like how was slot cars did you have a chance to try them out i know like we uh i didn't matang i i don't blame you i don't blame you <laughs> even we hardly had time like covering everything at mobitel also we had an unexpected speaker Uh, we had Kumar Sangakka attending Google I.O. I mean, oh, yeah, you don't usually see Kumar actually attending tech events. Yeah. Uh, uh, he he actually gave a really good he gave really good insights on uh, the whole leadership thing. How you know you can actually bring in leadership to everything that you do. You know, stuff along those lines. Obviously, everybody was too busy looking at him rather than focusing on what he had to say. I kind of expected that, but I don't think I can blame them. But yeah, uh, and then yes, uh, we had we also had Chamir from Arimac. Yeah. yeah, he made a few announcements of his own. For one thing, they announced a few of their own AI-based products as well, mm-hmm. um, and they did this uh, whole timeline where. how they started and how they progressing uh, so one no one interesting thing i've noticed from that timeline they showed is that this is in 2018 they acquired shoutout wait wait repeat that again repeat that again in this year they've apparently acquired shoutout holy shit yeah so i don't know why that never made it in the news whatsoever i mean well, it has now <laughs> yes, now it is. Yes. And like, has the deal been finalized? I don't. I'm not sure because Chamber actually didn't uh, divulge any specific details about that itself. He just said, you know, you, you know, acquired uh, shout out. That's all he said. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow, um, that's a surprising exit. Yes, and um, well, everybody knows uh, Arimax uh, can't change the game. Oh yeah. They have another game coming up as well. Really? What's it about? Uh, they're calling it Neo. The okay. game. So the game is actually about the world's best sniper. You okay. know who? You know who that is? No. It's a Sri Lankan, and his name is Neo. Oh. Yeah. So. Wait, wait. Okay. Tell, tell, tell me the whole story. Tell me the whole story here. Okay. I'm trying to process this. Just tell me the whole story here. All right. So. There is there's this dude called Neo in the army. Okay. Um so he is the best sniper in the world. Okay. Not one of the best, the best sniper in the world. Okay. Right? So then making this game in tribute to Neo who is the sniper. Uh they showcased a small trailer 
they didn't actually say when are they releasing another they just yeah, yeah so they just announced so they just announced it you know saying you know we are doing this sort of thing which is it's a pretty cool which is a pretty cool thing for them to do i mean the trailer looked really really tempting but speaking of tempting trailers i mean there's a gajiman movie coming out yeah i saw that yeah so it's being made by studio 101 in partnership with our friends at hypash all right yeah so not still not too sure about what the exact release date is but that trailer looked really amazing and this is apparently one of the first 3d more 3d animated movies coming out from sri lanka Yeah, I heard. Yeah, and it's going to be in theaters and everywhere. So that looked really exciting and just really well done. Oh, they're doing 3D animated movies now. Pretty good 3D animated movies yeah. at that as well. Yeah, I mean, I I am actually I I saw the trailer myself. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing this. Same here. Uh, because like back when I was a kid, we used to read all these Camilla's cartoons and all that stuff. Yeah, like they they shared actually like apparently they had approached Camilla's. like for the movie all and, right and apparently he was, they were told like other people had also like previously had this idea for a gajaman movie uh huh but he wasn't happy with their vision until these oh, guys came along right. so it's like okay look i like your vision you guys go ahead and do this i didn't know that now you do What what is it the Mobius have actually? Well, they had a bunch of stuff. I mean, the biggest highlights was of course like with the, all the entertainment acts. Like the, everybody literally swarmed the stage when Lairo Pereira, the singer, just for the record, I'm sorry. Like stormed out the stage like the an entire mob just formed on the stage. But besides that they had some interesting se- sessions as well. We had we saw Tony Vieira singer from Ustock Trade. He showed us, you know, his journey and like what he's trying to do mm-hmm. like with Ustock Trade. trying to you know bring Wall Street to Main Street literally right speaking of that um last time we actually heard about Tony's uh, so used stock trade thing uh, was back in I remember which month exactly but that was back in a back during a spike meet up yeah yeah so I do remember Tony actually launching that at that time but uh, at the same time it was just launched and the the product itself wasn't available to Sri Lankans But I actually did so. I still signed up back then. Yeah. And I actually did get a email recently saying that you know it's actually available for Sri Lankans now. Oh okay. So have you like tried it out yet? Not yet. But uh, the app actually the, the the service actually requires me to uh, open up an account at Sampal Bank. Um, I think you can do it online. I'm not sure. If not, there's one down the street from office. Oh yeah, that's one nearby. So you have to do that. There's a there's a whole process you have to get through. So. Oh, okay. So then after that only you can start like investing money. Yeah. 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 Right. That's interesting stuff from Tony. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. You were saying. So there was Tony, and then of course like we also had great entrepreneurial stories. I mean there was like Lahiru Patmalal. Yeah, there's a lot of Lahirus. <laughs> uh, not that many, much out. Not that many. Oh yeah, we saw Lahir Patnal from Takas and Sharanian Sharma from Extremist CEO. Like both of them had interesting stories about you know the real realities of the entrepreneurial journey. So I found those pretty interesting as well. But hey, it's not just about Google. Um, 
Microsoft had their own it as well. Oh right, Microsoft built. Yeah, it is built. Shit like not many people have actually been paying attention to that. Yeah, I mean like Kevin, you have Google Duplex on one side and then you have Microsoft saying we're going to give you a brand new dark Windows Explorer. Ah, hmm. Like yeah. you look at the two ends of the spectrum here, man. Very naughty. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean Microsoft also announced a few other things. Like they're apparently launching a new version of Kinect. It's actually a spiritual successor to the original gaming peripheral, mm-hmm. which is apparently popular with researchers. So this one's also aimed specifically at you know anybody who wants to research stuff or build applications on top of it. So yeah. Um, so yeah, there is. I mean, that's pretty much what's happened this week. This has been a full-on Google week. But the question, big question that remains is, what is Android P going to be named? I still stand by the name Popsicle. Come on, even with all those animations they showed, you still think? Okay, think it's Peppa. Okay, okay, like how is Peppa Pig? I don't know. I don't know because it feels more right to call it Peppa Pig than Popsicle. Yeah, and I feel it's right to call it popsicle. Okay, so I believe it's popsicle. Lahiru believes it's peppermint. What do you guys think the name of Android P should be? You know what? Let us know in the comments below. So with that being said, this is Martin. This is Lahiru. Signing out. <laughs> <laughs>